family welcome to another episode of words from the b-side with your girl your holistic wellness and mindset coach nita i'm glad you were able to join me today for another episode i'm actually gonna keep my portion of this recording short because the interview portion is very long so i don't want to keep you guys too long But this was an episode that I thought was significant for me because I've been on this spiritual journey, just kind of awakening to different things. And I always wanted to make sure that anything that I did, I was authentic to myself. I stayed true to my faith, true to what I believed, but also that I shared it because anytime that you open yourself up to things that are beyond what you are used to or what you believe or what you've experienced before or what was embedded in you, it can be a little scary. And I say that because, you know, I grew up, you know, initially in the Baptist church and then I migrated over to the AME Zion church. And then when I moved away from home, I was a part of the AME church. And at some point in my life, I just decided that I wanted to know why. Why was it that there are so many different denominations within uh, the black community? So I went on this journey of research and development and I started down a different path once I started to learn what that was and open myself up to different religions. And it wasn't that I wanted to necessarily practice other religions because my foundation is simply what it is. But being open to understanding other people's positions and where they come from and what they believe and their spiritual practices and how they get to God opened me up spiritually to my gifts, to the things that I was interested in, to the things I want to do. It really just made me more aware and it actually made me feel a deeper connection to God. It made me feel a different level of spiritual understanding and awakening. So I really applaud people who jump on that path and do what they feel is best for them without feeling like they owe anyone an explanation. Because I also feel like on that journey, I got excited and I started sharing with people who grew up similar to me, the things that I was learning because I was excited about it. And I was met with some opposition and some resistance. And it kind of hurt a little bit because Of course, you know, there was a time where I was that black and white Christian where I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not going here. I'm not going there. And in the midst of that, um, I can understand why people are that way. But the more open I become and the more understanding and more compassionate I become to other people's journeys and beliefs, I am so grateful that I no longer have that putting God in a box mentality because he's so much bigger than just one faith. He's so much bigger than just one religion. He is so vast and diverse. He's he's 
he's limitless. And because he is that, we all have to respect the fact that there are so many ways that people have decided to get to him. Do what is comfortable for you. That is what I will say. And I will not say more than that. You have to do what is comfortable for you on your journey and let no one sway you from what that is. Because no matter what I love and respect about other religions, I only take what works for my foundation and I leave the rest. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this episode where one of my very best friends who's been on her journey much longer than me, um, we talk about different aspects of being human on this journey and the compassion and grace you need to give yourself as you are self-discovering. And to anyone that you know, please feel free to share. So again, I love you guys and I'm going to let you go because the interview is really long and I shall see you guys on the other side. All right, good people. So I am welcoming my one of my favorites of all times in life. <laughs> um, my sissy poo, my bestie boo. Uh, I just, she's everything to me because um, I look up to her so much. I'm going to have her introduce herself or else I'm going to go on and on <laughs> with uh, my feelings for her. So I'll let her introduce herself and then we'll hop right into what we um, wanted to talk about. Okay. All right, good people. Hello. Such kind words. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm Calvina Shelton, but you can call me Callie. I am a business strategist and launch coach working with women entrepreneurs out here on these internet streets trying to get their launch life together. Um, so that's one of the many things that I do. I also work in the corporate sector um, with consulting <laughs> around uh, agile coaching and project management. So fun times on both ends. The bomb, the bomb. Conscious leadership all around, to be very honest. That is one of the pillars and one of my missions. So I'm excited to be here and have whatever this conversation is that we're talking about today. Because we always have great conversations. We do. And they go everywhere. I should just record us no matter what. And then just <laughs> sneak up a um, podcast on you. Because <laughs> what we were just talking about before this would have been a great uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which one day can be. Because um, I had started kind of trying to capture a little bit, at least for my community, um, what I feel is going to be a pivot for me. Mm. Uh, as I'm journeying, because I feel like there's going to be a transformation for me and maybe a transformation for my business, because I'm not going to be showing up the same. I already know that. So we're on that journey of, uh, oh yeah. And I think that, uh, for people who are maybe fearful or hesitant because they don't know, or they're journeying down a road that, you know, they've never traveled or somebody told them not to travel. Mm -hmm. There is fear in doing that and expanding yourself. But I just find beauty in it, no matter where it takes me, even if it never takes me far from my roots, mm -hmm. it is expanding me as a person. So I like, sh I like to feel like that's going to be something I'm going to share. So I feel like we would definitely, um, just to make people feel a little bit more comfortable about trying something they might've been afraid to try. Or learn about something they might have been afraid to learn about. You know, maybe they see somebody else's journey and make them feel a little better about exploring the stuff that's important to them. But okay. what um, 
Yeah, man. What what we talking about? What we what we so just right, right, right. So uh we had previously talked about wanting to get into a conversation sort of about the evolution of your spiritual growth mm. and what that looks like in conjunction with you are still living in a human experience. Yes. yes. And and so I think I really kind of wanted to delve into and kind of get in your brain about some of the struggles and maybe how to overcome some of those struggles with that whole journey and how that looks and shows up for people. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, growth is a natural thing, but yeah. Yeah. spiritual growth is another level of it's growth. Different. It's, it's different. different. It, it, it's different. And I think um, even growth, I like what you said. It is a natural thing, um, but I think it's also naturally chosen because you can decide to stay where you are or um, expand, evolve, you know, um, Mm -hmm. those types of words. So that I I think that it's um, definitely, and it it can be intentional and unintentional, you know Mm -hmm. And you can yeah. become aware um, after some experiences uh, and you're like, oh shit, that changed me. Right. <laughs> and, and then you can also go on an intentional journey, which I think is what um, is what's newer for yeah. you. And, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, um, and definitely I say new for me too, in the sense of, even though it's been quite a few years, it's still, it's still new, you yeah, know. Yeah. We legit, we still, we still youngins out here, you know. Yeah. Out here in the game, still babes, as you know, a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah. No, so, I I completely agree with that. Um, and I think too, I think some of the things that were coming up for me in that in that struggle between learning new things, tapping into different things and growing while having a human experience. Yeah. Being conscious of the fact that you still going to make mistakes. Oh. You're still going to error. Yes. You know cuz I think uh on another time, another time before today, we were talking about people making you know real big human mistakes on really big supernatural assignment. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. And those things not being able to be seen because the human experience is blurring the lines Yeah. because you are doing dumb human things in the process of being on a supernatural assignment. Yeah. And it can cloud because I mean, we are, so just to, to give a, a little history. So um, we, I'm sure you got, you guys have listened uh, to Shanita's podcast previously and know a bit about her but one thing um, that we most certainly have in common even though there's numerous things that we have in common we've been friends for many many years um, just to give you a little background there as far as our connection um, years, just put it on out there <laughs> <laughs> we both also grew up in um, mainly the Baptist church right in our more formative years right and so as time has gone on and we have become adults um and inquisitive the inquisitive 
children of God that we are. Uh, we haven't taken everything that we were handed and just been like, okay, I'll take that as fact and not question anything at all. Right. Not have any questions of how this, you know, I'm just going to apply it to my journey. That's it. That's all. That's all I need. So that has definitely personally for me, um, a good number of years ago, um, took me on a journey to find out more about um, what one might call a spiritual journey, you know, a, a, an evolution of openness. Mm -hmm. right because that's what it is right outside of outside of of the church house that I um came up in and so that definitely took me down the road of learning about different religions learning about different spiritual practices very much um um into some of the metaphysical studies um quantum physics studies um energetics, those types of things, which has kind of gotten us to what uh, folks like to call the new age, which I think is really interesting and funny, because if you really think about the people who aren't just doing it for the popularity of it, a lot of this is old hat. You know, a lot of this is um, deeply rooted in our culture. I think a lot of us, a lot of Black women, a lot of women of color, are looking to their roots more often uh, these days to find out more about themselves. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, I was to, talking to Trina the other day. She doing the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that's for me. That's definitely the initial thing. Was okay. What it started for me. It started with purpose. All right. What is my purpose? Why am I here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like why? And it was rooted from a place of okay, of discomfort, like something doesn't feel all the way right. So what am I doing? So that's, that's the question that kind of started it and sparked it all and kind of got me to where I am, um, one might say on my journey today. So, um, so being the fact with the background that we have growing up in the church, and then being open to have a level of understanding of other things like um hoodoo like voodoo like voodoo uh, voodoo right voodoo correct yeah. pronunciation see that's see those babes in the spirit coming correct <laughs> you right you right sis okay right. let's get that together we don't want western culture all up in our podcast okay <laughs> Listen, so um and like um looking to you know looking to the east uh for a lot of just more information about the practices looking to um our roots around divination you know what i'm saying those types of practices and being open to learning more about them because for me where i it all it did was ground me even further into a lot of my foundation beliefs while while, um, scrubbing away those that were so rigid in in what one might call religiosity or religion. um, And I say black and white. 
because right. that was just because I was a black and white Christian for a long time. Right. It has to be this or it has to yep. be that. And yep. there is no actual gray. And with us being who we are, us being these spiritual beings, having this human experience gets us back to what this topic is about. Yep. There ain't nothing but gray. Nothing. It's all, all every as I journey and experience and learn different things, it's so funny because I always say it just let's just take this as an example I think I might have talked about this on another podcast and I think I said something to you about this before there are so many different rituals that we do in the black church Mm -hmm. and a lot of those rituals are rituals like every other person is doing to signify some you know some of the things that we say okay well why are we doing that do we really need that if god is all there is why do we need communion why do we need candles why do we need oil why mm-hmm. do we need to physically get baptized all of these things to me um are symbolic of our dedication and commitment to the faith that we subscribe to are they necessary if you accept god in your life and you live your life for him and you do right by people Isn't that still honoring God and getting your way into the kingdom? You know what I mean? Like, and so when somebody tells me, because I think I talked to one of my preacher friends about sage Mm, mm -hmm, and I was like, well, to me, sage is like oil. I don't really need either one of them. But if I decide I want to sage my house, as long as I understand how to use it, Mm -hmm. understand what I'm doing. And and my heart is pure. My intentions are pure. I'm not putting that sage above God. I'm using it as an enhancement to my ceremony before I get ready to pray and talk to God. So why does that take away from my faith? Or is that something I'm not supposed to do? Well, I mean, go ahead. Finish your statement. I felt like No, so I, I think that this journey and all the things you learn, you have to take what works and you can leave the rest. Because all of it is really just a part of the ritual that enhances the practice in which you are doing as you're growing right on this journey. Because I like sage. I like to use sage before I do Reiki. I like to use sage before I meditate. Like I sage my house sometimes. I even Miss Maggie was like, girl, get you some vinegar and some pepper and put it on the stove, boil it. Just clear out your house. Like I, I'm okay with that. Move them energies around. Make sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, while you're doing all of this, make sure you have some windows and doors open, That's people. Right. I give you that pro tip because some of y'all in cloud staging and Palo Santos and, and doing all of this stuff that you done saw on these little TikTokies and, and Instagrams and internet, and you ain't did nothing but move that dead spirit, that energy from one corner to the next. Because I was the fool. Okay. Open the <laughs> so and with your intentions make sure that shit is is out okay Okay. because i was the fool walking through here with the sage praying spirits running all through the house ain't nothing going nowhere that's i was the fool tiara had to tell me better like shanita did you have the windows open i'm like girl let me go back to this house and (laughs) do this again yeah but you know i think i'm being being graceful in this process and not allowing to something else I noticed is the impact that other people's voices have on your journey when you allow their voices to have too much power. 
And to me, that's the that's a part also of the human part of this experience is wanting to lean into the people in your life who you love and want to support your journey. Mm -hmm. But if they're not open to the growth that you are experiencing, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be on. They're not going to be supportive of what you're doing. So you can't let your human desire to be accepted by the people you love stop the journey that you know you need to be on from a spiritual perspective right. you know because that's that war I think that goes on there's so many different aspects of that that's that war that's going on inside of you to to appease that natural physical part of yourself but still edify and feed the spiritual part of yourself that is desiring to break out and be free mm-hmm. and do something different yeah and do something different yeah, yeah. And and that'll show up um in many ways, right? Not just on your spiritual journey of um when you want to do something that's outside of because okay, again, this speaks to our humanness, you know, we're animalistic in way we're pack animals, right? Mm-hmm. We uh want to be a part of the group, right? Because that's yeah. how we survive in community and those types of things. So going against the community, the Place, the things that the doctrine that you know, the cultural practices that you have grown up with, um, coming away from that is taking yourself away from that comfort, right? Um, so some of that challenge isn't just about being accepted, but it's also what you know, things that have been ingrained in you and what you're used to and what you're comfortable with, right? Um, and so you have to be gracious with yourself on this journey when you may find that you are leaning back into some of those habits or some of those behaviors, some of those old rituals, because you're like, I don't know, this is what I know over here. Yeah. I got a little far in here and it scared me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Or sitting in a a space of confusion. So I'm gonna go back to what I know. And that's okay. That is completely okay. Because it is a journey. It's not... Like you are going to find this place of enlightenment and you're just going to be in this 5D situation um, 24-7. I know, I'm sure if you listen into something like this, you may have heard folks talk about this 5D existence and being 5D all the time. But guess what, baby? We live in a 3D motherfucking world, okay? Okay, come with it. (laughs) In order for that energy that you like to gather up in your 5D to actually translate and manifest in this 3D work. You got to come. You got to come back. You know, come on back here. You got to come back. Earth, since this is where you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And trust and believe. My my conversation is for the practical person Yeah. who is um, on this journey. It is, I am, um, if you are, super into I just don't want to be on this plane anymore I just happen to have a human body I'm not the one for you no me either. I don't want to have the conversation with because we there are very real things that are happening and there's also very real power that we have in the sense of control um and things that we can make manifest here on the, on this here earth. I but yeah I, I feel that you have, be, you have to be gracious with yourself when you are um, in the, that period of transitioning and allowing yourself to um, 
really some of the things that you used to hold true and start to challenge um, some of that conditioning and some of those narratives and some of those beliefs. Yeah. Um, and even calling it a thing of growth, I, I, I try to be mindful of my language around that because um, just because someone still believes uh, of a faith that you are, not even a faith, some religious practices and um, narratives and conditions and stories and things of that nature that they still are very deeply rooted in that. That is their truth. That is their journey. Your journey just looks different. And it doesn't mean that they aren't growing. It just means that your growth looks different. It looks different. Because you're making a, you're making a choice to step outside that religious construct and piggybacking on what you said. Like I was telling you earlier, I absolutely am in this. I'm in the beginning stages of Mm -hmm. venturing out. It's only been a couple months for me Mm -hmm. where I have been open to things that in my black and white Christianity, I was not for. Mm -hmm. And because we were taught, we were told, nope, don't do this. You can't do this. You can't go here. You can't look at this. You can't subscribe to this. And the more that I dig into the text myself with the 80 Bibles that I have up in here or, (laughs) you know, the different, um, you know, save friends I have or preacher friends or whoever, people who know the word, you, you know, people that I can tap into. I think it's important for to note that you have to know for yourself what this journey is for you. And you have to decide to be rooted in what you, what is true for you. Because even with my journey, there are things in the church that I am definitely in question of and begin to be hesitant and subscribing to now that I'm more open, Mm -hmm. but above all, God is all for me. And there are things that things that I'm just not going to walk away from. I'm not going to shy away from or allow anything to sway me from, but I do feel that tug in my spirit. Like you said, when I start doing something and I get a little, I'll be like, wait, I don't know if that's my spirit or if that's my fear of being open. Let me check first. Right. And you should, you You know what I mean? Because that could be your spirit, your discernment saying, nope, Mm -hmm. that's not the right area for you to delve into. So you got to trust yourself, right? In this experience, your spirit is going to send the signal to your body Mm -hmm. that that's not a thing that you need to get into. Yeah. And so you have to honor that conversation that happens between your 5D self and your 3D self. You know what I'm saying? So that you can make the right choices that work best for you. And, and that's what I do. Cause I think it was one thing, um, I got all into the, uh, you know, I'm all, I'm all into the tarot now. And, and, um, and I, even when I was a kid, like, seriously, I would sit in church on Sunday and we would have a guest preacher mm-hmm. and I would know in my little spirit that he was up there playing games. I would like, hey up there shucking and jiving. So I would be coloring, doing something else. Like, he because ain't up there trying he to get up there giving no word of the Lord to the Lord's people. <laughs> I was like, child by Lord, he up there playing. And I and I would and I knew very early on who I could take seriously in the church and who spirit used to shake me. And I would be like, nah, something ain't right. That's that, but that's that gift, right? It that's is that I have. Very early. So now that I'm much more aware, I pay attention to that because when I encounter people 
who I look to to learn or I look to 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 be inspired or to hear what they're saying if I feel that same feeling then mm-hmm. I know that's not someone I need to be connected to in any way even if I'm just passing by I know I need to keep passing by right 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 you no know? and so I mean but and and that is that's that's how we should kind of rock through mm-hmm. the world is is you get a part of that but that also is a part of the journey too right mm-hmm. it's of um trusting yourself trusting your intuition trusting your inner knowing and also trusting and that's if this is true for you i know we speaking about what's true for us that the holy spirit is real and resides within okay because there are things that i do not know you know what i mean and the holy spirit be like hey 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 hey, 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 none of what you back up back back come on come on come up come up from around there and i'm like wait but that's no well you okay i trust you whatever you say rock with that thank you for having my back that's with you the long way you know what i'm saying i love it you know what i'm saying so like the holy and and really um rocking with that rocking with knowing that god is forever always my foundation right um that is my truth and sorry i'm no i'm not sorry Yeah, I'm gonna say what you watch that I said that because I'm not sorry. Um, that there is a creator and there is what is created. I'm not one of those people that's gonna tell you that God and the universe is the same thing. No, it's not. God created the universe. That is my truth. Okay, speak your truth. We and can. I would love to get into that at some point. We and we most certainly can because, yeah. because this is it's funny because I was having a conver- that conversation um today there's there is a creator and there you need to dial me in sometimes like what do you be thinking about you know i want to know this stuff (laughs) what is she doing like wait a minute let me call shanita right quick let me just put you on speaker so we can just have this conversation right quick so she can hear what's going on just leave me out of stuff and i'm like what okay then you want to tell me what you was talking to somebody else about okay okay i'm sorry i digress back to what you were saying you see so you are also experiencing some of this human behavior of this little sister <laughs> <laughs> see it doesn't it don't matter how enlightened you are. treating you for so many years like you already got this <laughs> like where the lie at you already know what this is <laughs> you know i'm trying to grow up and everything you know what i'm saying you most certainly are you most certainly are listen listen so i mean so you, you, as you are having these experiences and you're on this journey, you find the things that are rooted for you. And I know for me, um, even in my times of feeling wavered, even in my times of redefining and questioning some of the condi- conditioning that I learned um, in my Christian upbringing, on the other side, it brought me back down. You know, it just brought me back to a foundational truth, right? That maybe just looked different, 
but the foundation of it was still very much the same. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It was a redefining of certain relationships, you know what I'm saying, with what we were taught. And not so much being in the space of um, attempting to condemn because that ain't our role either. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, you know, always being in co- complete contradiction with a lot of things. I, I just go, you know what? Like, that's not something I subscribe to. Um, that's not something I believe anymore. Or, you know, that there's some truth that holds there. And I take that, like you said earlier, you know, you got to take what's true for you and you leave the rest. And also even coming into a space of wanting to have even more understanding and why someone else can hold this truth for themselves. And that's completely okay. I think it, um, and I, I guess this is the human side of me, not the most aware side of me. It always will baffle me, people who are not open to learn more. And, I, and, I, and that will hold so tightly to an idea or a concept, because to me, that is not faith, that is fear. If you believe strongly in something that you believe in, then there is nothing wrong with learning more. Well, I mean, if we take it, so this is something I, I, I don't mind um, playing the advocate of, so let's ask more and let's question yeah. um, Because <clears throat> if you were to uh, try to tell me, like, there is no God, like, I'm not going to easily just be like, well, I mean, <laughs> okay, that might be true. Right. I don't, I don't have, I'm not going to just, I'm not inquisitive about that. No. So I think um, when you have people, when you, when people hold on to something that is very true for them, and that's something that has been foundational for them. And that's something that they have connected to their survival. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That is not, that's something that is deeply rooted. Yeah, that is. So that redesigns their whole construct. Right. Right. And so you can't, you can't. And that is a fear of read the self. Cannot, you cannot even attempt to think that you are going to challenge someone's deeply rooted mm. belief, mm. a part of their, their structure and their design and think that you're just going to uproot that in mm. a f- couple few conversations or even that they even want that to be challenged because I think some people get defensive about it even being challenged I can say that for myself that you know me right there was a time you couldn't have any conversation with me at all that differed from what I was taught growing up because I was the child whose daddy cleaned the church who daddy sang it every choir but the children's choir and the senior choir and every my my aunt played the piano and we was at Sunday school and my aunt taught Bible study and it just every we lived in the church the pastor was at our house he married and baptized everybody in the family like this is the this is how we grew up we 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 was at Reverend Powell's funeral and he had long stopped preaching this is what I'm saying. That's so you, it was, it was very hard to get me out of the tradition because all I did was jump from one black church to the next black church denomination wise. It didn't change my faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so 
I think having this human experience, dealing with some of the things that I've dealt with, that is what made me say there has to be something more to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That is what made me more open because there had to be another way to worship, to experience, to elevate, to transform, to have a different mind, to, you know, to, to heal, Mm -hmm. to be better, to help other people heal. When you get in that space where you, you serve, you, you're in that same space. Yeah. You want to know all the tools there are that you can be connected to to provide that healing service to people. I could just speak for me when I say that. Yeah. That I want to know, Lord, how can you use me? And everybody doesn't connect to the one way. And I think it just allowed me to be able to expand and see the commonalities, the Mm -hmm. similarities in the way we all worship, whether we going over to the ceremony for the possession or we just going over here for communion. Everybody's doing some kind of sacrifice or some type of ritualistic symbolism of what it is that they believe. It's just about where you feel you fit the best. That, and that can be very true. And who you honoring. That, okay. Well, you, you, we coming from a God place. So I guess that's the place. I (laughs) (laughs) We coming from a God place. So I can't speak for the other places. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to delve into that today, but I would really even like to talk about Jesus Mm -hmm. and all these other deities that these other religions are talking to. These ascended masters. You know what I'm saying? That are nothing has to do with you. Where does this stuff? Listen, not tonight, because it's a whole Pandora's box. But and, And not saying that Jesus isn't a significant symbol in the Christian church that I have subscribed to, but I am certainly in a transitional space in my life. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. You're open to understanding more the how, so I get it because I I was definitely there. Um, How Jesus's role in time and purpose and you have a level of understanding of his significance to the Christian church. Yes. And then there being Hinduism, right? Yes. Being Muslims. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There being other um, religions that have their Jesus equivalent. Yes. Right. They are ascended master. They are the person who, or um, deity that was sent as a guide. Yes. Of this is how you live. This is, you know, living out the this life in this plane you know what I mean so yeah, yeah that that you definitely go through those those moments and it, it'll be interesting to see how you come out on the other end um but to kind of go back to your point that you were saying that you were speaking to earlier I lost it it was you were talking about remind me you were talking about not just about different practices it was something else what were you saying? Oh, child, don't I get me in line. I know. I, um, we just was everywhere. But I mean, I just, I honestly believe you. Did you get it? Mm-mm, I forgot. It, it'll, come. I, it'll come to you. I just, you know, for me, I think that the most important part of 
this, right? Because I think we went somewhere else, but I think this is good. Um, I think the most important part of this is being able to keep your grounding and not feeling like someone is trying to pull you from all that you know, but just enhance what you know. It's like going to get a master's degree. Maybe you don't need the master's. Mm-hmm. But the master's is going to help you get the management piece because you had that one class that taught you how to run numbers and, and tell people what to do. And you can apply it in different ways. And you, what it, okay. Okay. Go back to what you was going to no, say. But this is, this is good. Um, so, because I, I want to make a note that, and it calls back to what we were talking about earlier. Everybody's journey isn't the same. So right. everybody doesn't need to go get a master's degree. Yep right? Everybody doesn't need to learn about all the things. It feels that way sometimes for some people, for some people in the beginning, because A, they're naturally inquisitive. Uh Again, bringing back your human design and nature. Right. (laughs) You're a naturally inquisitive person. If you was the one like, I'm going to take all of these courses, I'm going to learn all of these new little nuanced things in school or on your entrepreneurial journey. Trust and believe when you get into on this spiritual journey, you're going to be dibbling. You're going to be trying to know and learn about all of these other things as well. Why? Because that is your natural way of experiencing and learning things until you find something that you really hold on to and becomes a grounding rod and an anchor for you. That's natural. Some people will f- walk and find out and be like, you know what? This ain't it. This is it right here. Or this is it. <laughs> They're gonna be like, this is it. Or and not have to go any deeper into a lot of different things. They might, some might go through five things, some might go through three, some might go to two and be like, you know what? That's enough. I found it. This is this is what rings true for me. And I just want to continue to go deep in this thing. Yeah. So your journey will look different. Your journey will look different. And you are not required to delve deep into nothing that really don't resonate with you. That, and especially if your Shanana is like, no, you know, don't do it. I'm going to go allow yourself to say, to tap in and say, okay, is that a no for me? Or is that a fear? Yep, that's it. That I don't care to, cha- you know, that I'm either open to challenging or not. Because right. fear isn't always this thing that we had. So that's something else. And and this is also my nature as well. I'm, I'm the type of person that's like, look, sis, do you, long as you ain't impeding on my life for real, right. for real, rock with, with, with what for works you. for you. So yeah. that is a part of my nature. Um, so when I say like you, I got some fears that I don't care to challenge. Yeah, I'm okay with sitting with that. And you'll get to that point where I don't have to be forever evolving. And I put that in quotes, just in case you're listening and not um, watching that. I don't have to be forever evolving yeah. to something because guess what? I do want to get to a place where I can integrate because that's important too. Um, but you get, when it's new and all of that type of, you, you do want to just take everything in, but you get to a point where you're like, 
okay, I need to integrate some of these things. What are the, yes, I'm a healer and a coach. And these are things that are tools that I use for myself, most importantly, and for my clients. But it's like, all right, what are the key, what are the tools that I'm going to go to all the time though? Right. I'm not going to go always to the 50 limb tools. There yeah. are three staples. main staples. Exactly. Yeah, there's right. some staples that I lean into. Like, like these, my, yeah. Right. If I ain't got my lowers, I'm going to make sure that I got my salt and my pepper. There you go. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I might not have my garlic powder, which for me in my house, I'm always like, <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Right. Dang, I done ran out of onion powder, but that's all right. I got a little oregano over here. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? So th- this is the thing. You will have your key things that you, that are your main, that's main bay. Those are the tools. Those are the amplifiers that you will always go to. And sometimes for some of us, we have to venture out into a couple of different places and experience a couple of different things in order to find and define, redefine what those tools actually are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think those are all good things. Cause I think even for me and, and, you know, we had talked about that early about if it's, if it's really your fear, you know, being able to be true to what that is and deciding whether or not it is a fear that you want to attack, mm-hmm. you know, the, like we said, there are just certain things that I'm just like, so my spirit has warned me. And so my physical body is going to pay attention to what my spirit said no to. And so I'm going to stay away from those things. Cause even, you know, when I had ventured off learning about voodoo and I think I felt so connected and obsessive about it because also, you know, so much of our history was lost Mm. in slavery. And we all know we, we, we descend from this land of people And this is what they do. This is how they worship. And this is how they honor um, their faith and what they believe in. And even though there are many things that they do that I don't subscribe to, I learned to to develop such a respect Mm. for the passion in which they worship with. They worship all day long. They will go to a ceremony and be there all day, all night. For as long as the spirit is in the room, they are dancing and singing and partying and drinking and eating and whatever else they doing until that spirit leaves that person's body. And that is a commitment. That is a commitment. That is a commitment to your faith. And so even though there are things that I don't subscribe to when it comes to the way that they do things, there are also things in how I grew up that I challenge. Mm-hmm. But there is there is so much of how I grew up that brings me back to center on this journey mm-hmm. because that is my center and mm-hmm. that is what is true for me. So I could never get away from what my foundation is because much of it, it is w- what is true for me. And when I learn about other people's religions, what I am really doing is seeing so much of the similarities between what we all really believe we just get to the destination a little different and I'm gonna tell you I I respect people like Preeti because Preeti grew up Hindu mm-hmm. her parents they, she from India mm-hmm. but she married a Muslim and she went to a Christian school and of all the things nice she's, a well-versed. <laughs> she's a well-versed she's a well-versed but in all that she learned she still leans into Christianity 
Mm. And so I think that knowing more doesn't really change what you subscribe to. It just makes you know more. You know, and you can be honor and respect whatever place in your journey you're at. And like you said, I don't like to hear people say they're always growing. They're always learning. They're always changing because sometimes you get to a place where you get to rest in what that is. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to challenge that space in that moment. You don't have to be more because you got to a place that you get to enjoy. There, there is a such thing called integration. There you go. So if you're always growing, um, and a lot of times people use that as a blanket term and it really means that they're always seeking, Yeah. you know, um, what's the difference in seeking and growing? Because so when you're searching for something and I love, um, a good girlfriend of mine from Mira um so there's a difference between remembering and learning and we have yet to have that conversation um so when we do I will be able to bring more of that back but when you are seeking for something that means you feel like there's something missing so I'm searching and just think about when you have misplaced something in your house and the energy that you your mind is in your body is in the energy that's flowing through your body when you are looking for that thing right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the different energy. A lot of things that trigger that. So the seeking is something is lost and I'm trying to find it. Growth is literally, it's like an experience of you are taking in what is happening around you, experiences that you've gone through, things that you have learned and you're allowing yourself to expand. I completely, I, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think that's why when I first talked to my brother about what I was doing as far as learning different things, he was like, well, what do you feel is missing? Because he felt like I was seeking. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I just wanted to know. I wasn't looking into religion. You know, my first question was, I just want to understand the black church, the origin of the black church Mm -hmm. and why we have so many denominations, because I asked you and that's Mm -hmm. how I got into the documentaries on the black church. Well, that just led me down the rabbit hole. I wasn't really necessarily seeking anything, but I became very interested in just everything black. I'm just being honest. All things black. All things black, blackity black, black, you know, that's, I was here. I was here with it. I was here. I was here. So that is, that is really what took me down that path because anything that I can learn about us since, I have not done the ancestry. I don't know where I'm from, but I do know that my sure. ancestors descend from. But I, I'm, I, I mean, the learning part. Um, I put that. I definitely put that undergrowth. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Um, but I was like, does it because I want to learn new things outside of what we know? Does that mean that I'm missing something or that I'm? I mean, there seeking I'm, something. So don't take it as if. Um, when you are, cause there are sometimes when you are in search of a thing and it's an inspired seeking mm-hmm. because you do feel like I'm missing something that is my journey most certainly started with me being an inspired seeker because I was like, I'm missing 
something. There is a level of understanding that I'm missing. There's a truth that I am missing. There is a knowing that I am missing. I am missing, I'm misunderstanding. And I want to know, I want to be sure of, I want to be, I want to have the clarity. I want to be grounded and rooted in. I was seeking. Mm-hmm. And I can say now where I am now, I'm not going to say that I ain't going to never be seeking for something. Right. Again. I'm not that fucking evolved. Right. <laughs> you know what so I'm saying? I don't know that anybody is. See, you know what I'm saying? So um, maybe I would argue maybe Jay-Z and Will Smith. <laughs> Cause I don't know what level they vibrate on, but it is well beyond anything I've ever it's, seen. It's definitely uh, look, we can also <laughs> that gets me into a common thoughts around, you know, how privilege allows you to be a little more evolved. Come on now. <laughs> but you know, auntie who. Um, that's another topic. Whole Okay. But like right now, I, I definitely, uh, I feel in a space of growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so those things that I sought after and I got the knowledge and some understanding, I'm allowing it to integrate and that's allowing me to grow. You, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not looking for a new modality. I'm not looking for a new way to express. I have, I am grounded in um, some very foundational truths for myself. I have redefined, um, reinforced, you know, a lot of truths for myself yeah. for where I'm at right now. And I'm not, I'm not even going to hold myself to this. Right. You see what I'm saying? This so, is just where you are right now I'm and that's right okay. Now, and I am completely okay with that. Yeah. You know, and for whomever that may not be okay with, for whatever that's not nan bit of my business right because i at all care you know what i mean so um so that's that's what i mean when sometimes we use the term growth when we are really seeking out of need so it's a different space when you're in a space of inspired seeking um because you really you don't feel as rooted versus you're always just looking for something Yeah, and you haven't allowed yourself to integrate with what you already have received. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, and it's funny you say that because I kind of stopped looking after a while for those things. But when I stumbled across and I say stumbled across my desire to even, um, get into tarot it had nothing to do with the other I just got pulled towards it it wasn't even I don't even it wasn't even anything I was seeking out it was like a while ago I probably never told you a few years ago I actually thought about doing it but because of how we grew up Mm -hmm. it was never Mm -hmm. ever something I thought I should even touch because even touching a tarot deck brings up spirit for me Mm, interesting like literally I had it I had an experience shuffling the deck Mm. so it is something that I still don't know that I'm going to be able to do it was something that I felt 
pulled towards. And so then I begin to seek out additional, what does the Bible say? How how does God feel about tarot? That's when some of the more right sometimes then I started going I went to my homeboy who's a preacher I'm like let's let's talk this thing through because I really wanted to understand if this is a road I'm going down if God gave me this to be able to commune and and provide as a hope for people is this right for me and so it was never something I had even you know, I had never even considered. It wasn't even something I went and was like, oh, let me research. So once I got pulled towards it and I started feeling like it connected back to the thought I had years ago when I was like, man, I wonder if I could ever do that. Then I, it was a fleeting thought. Mm-hmm. And then I brought it back to the Shanita that I am today. The Shanita that I am today is much more open as my journey, my spiritual journey has expanded to even allow that to be an option to even explore if that is something for me. Right. So even though I, I can touch it and I have a tarot deck in this house, what am I going to do with that? And is mm-hmm. that something that God is going to bless? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is the part of the journey that I'm on now where I'm just continuing to commune with him about how I was like, Lord, sometimes we be praying and you be taking your time. Oh, me and him had that conversation. I said, you be taking your time, Lord. You be, we be waiting on you. I said, but I know you bring forth things because some people need just a little something extra to hold on. They just need a little something, a sign, a symbol, a person. A, God sends things Most to give the human part of you a little more to lean into your faith. And so I do believe that people have this gift. Is it of God? That is the challenge for me right now. Yeah. So, you know, and, that, and that's my journey. Right. And thing. yeah, and if he if he's giving this gift, which in my spirit, I believe that God gives many, many gifts. And I do not think this is excluded. I think that we have we have made this gift demonic because we associate this gift with hoodoo. But, and I mean, we associate this gift with witchcraft. So I'm, I'm, yeah. my my mindset takes me to negative when I think about these things. Right, and uh, honestly, even the uh, the negative connotations of even of those words. One hundred percent. Because I'm gonna tell you, when I was telling people that I was learning about voodoo, the first thing they said, "Oh, that stuff they do with the dolls," and I just shook my head, like. Y'all are so absent to the fact that this is actually people's religion. It's a whole... It's a whole way of life. It's a whole community of people. It is a religion. It it is a signed off on religion. So for me, the ignorance of people that shun you away from things that may not be what you think they are based on the expectation that people have put on people who practice. So some of that stuff too, me shaking negative ideology and connecting with God for myself to see how these things shake out, how these things play. Cause even with Reiki, you know, all these symbols and the different things that you learn when you ascend through the different levels. Is that of God who you, who you saying these things to? You know, when you are calling your ancestors and all these people to help you do these, do these um, sessions with your clients, is that of God? But these are things 
You know what I'm saying? But so that's the thing. That's the question that you have to ask yourself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's about how, how are you setting your intention while being within the realm of what you are, who and whom, whom you are honoring. Yeah. Um, and who you are representing yeah. and allowing yourself to be a vessel for. And right? don't and don't get me wrong, right? I am asking these questions for people who ask these questions, right? Because when I go into these sessions, God is going with me. Right. Don't have no, no qualms about that. Ain't no it ain't I ain't that's it. Yeah. So it's like who is it that you who who you bringing in the room? Yeah. Who coming in the room with you yeah. as you are, you know, learning about these practices and also like, don't be dipping and dabbling in shit. You don't know nothing about for real, for real yeah. without certain guidance and certain, yep. um, um, there are some practices where you need approvals to be dabbling yes. into. Okay. So all religions are open religions. So there's right. a difference between open religious um, practices and religions and closed ones. Well, you, cause I, I know for sure with my fresh mind on voodoo, you can't just come into the community. There is a whole ritual before you can even participate in a ceremony. You have to be, yeah. So careful when you see things especially if you're you're new to allowing yourself to um learn more don't just go practicing things that you ain't supposed please don't because you don't know what you call it we are human we are spiritual beings having a human experience so don't ever get it twisted that this is all spiritual going on around you so be (laughs) mindful be mindful Okay, be mindful that you just you just borrowing this body, homies. Listen, that's all you doing. This on loan. You got to give this back to the earth from which you came. Just the ashes and dust to dust. Okay, (laughs) and you know it's crazy because some people gonna be like, "Whoa, what they talking about?" But what I'm, I mean, it's it's, that's the real because I what. My thing, this is a ongoing, because it's a journey, yeah. it is a spiritual journey. It's not a, an, a destination. Um, there are things that everybody, that people should be mindful of. And yeah. I think sometimes, I'm, I know for me, um, just A, that was something that was <laughs> used as a fear tactic, a scare tactic of it's this woo and it's this really scary demonic everything is demonic demonic um so to kind of keep you away from it but also there are certain things that you just you should know it's not always excuse me let me go back and so clarify what i'm saying there's this the scare tactic factor of people trying to keep you away from what is demonic and then there's this other almost airy fairy all things are acceptable and wonderful and try this try that without giving you the information that Context. you need about um especially about some of these closed religions and practices where you need to go, come up under someone and go through a guide yes so 
be do your research. Don't just be running up on YouTube. Because YouTube will tell you everything, child. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, somebody who ain't even ordained no more. Girl, trying to teach a class with 300,000 followers. Listen, 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 listen. Certain things, and I'm not saying that we don't have access to um, the power that God has given us. Um, However, certain practices and things of that nature. There is a certain honor. uh, that should be given to certain practices and you have to just be very mindful um, of those things. Yeah, because you bust that door wide open to the spirit world and you don't have no way of understanding how to deal with what it is that you have accessed. Because yeah. once you once you open yourself to spiritual mm-hmm. practices, you have opened, you have let the veil down. Yeah, and, I, and you, have I, to, you have to yeah. be mindful of that because you show up in your life in ways that you don't necessarily under necessarily understand um, or can you, discern <laughs> right and you like um shit just is going a little haywire and i'm not sure why because spirit's running all around right or you feel your you know some pieces and parts of your character have changed and you don't understand why yeah. you know what i'm saying those types of things you have to be very mindful of so yeah because even even and i will say even on my you know, journey before we, y'all, we're just trying to give you a little information right um because even on my journey i feel i feel very heightened in awareness just even learning like you yeah. know i already had a very heightened sense of awareness spiritually but the more that I tap in yeah the more I'm like woof mm-hmm. you know like I could feel a a chill like mm-hmm. I can feel it I know mm-hmm. I know in my spirit if I say something my intuition knows it's true yeah or I understand now the real power in what I say right right or now that I'm more aware, I can go back over things that I inadvertently manifested that I didn't really want because I failed to realize the power that I was having mm-hmm. over the thing that I was manifesting. Oh, yeah. And I didn't really want the thing. Life and death, you know, you know, the book says, you know, so you have to be, you have to really put it. In. And so that goes back to now I'm starting to have to have all these real moments of truth with myself to bring to 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 reverse some of these things that I have spoken in and undo some of this damage of the things that I have brought forth so that the Lord can clear space for what it, I really want, you know, and yeah, I can get real and heal and deal with my, you know, my own self. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's that's really what the ground truth of it is about. It's about us knowing more about ourselves yeah. that allows God to truly work with and through, right? Because yeah. um, that's the real intention, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, knowing more about the gifts that you have access to, the tools that you have access to, the tools that you use to um, to navigate this journey and navigate, navigate this human experience. Um, right. That's not all bad because if we weren't human, guess what? You wouldn't fucking be here. You wouldn't. And you you wouldn't be allowed to have this experience. Right. And you wouldn't be allowed. You wouldn't be able to uh, manifest something here on this plane. Your humanness allows you to do that. Yeah. Your human is your vehicle for doing that. Yes, it is. Please 
don't and, and this is a, a trust and believe I went through this phase of you know hating that human self like oh my ego is just so horrible and my shadows are so horrible and my I have to rid myself of my humanness and my being this you know like yeah listen listen you got to learn how to exist there is exactly there's There's a balance and balance almost never ever means that it's equal there is just the there's always a little teeter sometimes a little more than the other but you need this is this is the vessel in which your spiritual part being your divine being um, expresses that's why we're here this is how we can be in community with one another you know so don't negate the human part of yourself it's not an either or experience we are not in a either or experience this is a yes and And. experience Mm -hmm. we are spiritual beings yes we are humans yes it's yes and that's it and we're humans you're human and yes and you're a spiritual being so yep and I, I think that all I could say even just to put a period on what you said is just be graceful in the process most certainly um be gentle honor your feelings in every mm-hmm. experience listen to yourself um, because ultimately that is your intuition guiding you. Um, and don't let fear dictate how you begin to show up in different areas of your life. Cause I wasn't always in a place where I wanted to learn more. I wanted to do more. I want to have access to more and allow yourself to, like Nay said, rest in the spaces where you just allow yourself to be indoctrinated with what you do know, because there is beauty in really being able to have that time with what you do know, because there will be times where you have to access that because you'll be in a different space in your life, learning something else. And you'll have to have those tools and that knowledge to fall back on. So I think that is something that I did not know. I was always, you know, I was the girl, like I finished a master's degree and I was working on another one. And I didn't even realize I had the first one because I was already working on the second one because I am just a busybody. Mm -hmm. I call baby girl busy boots because she is her mama's daughter. And we okay. So we are busy, busy, busy. And I think I'm learning to, when I get in a space where I'm resting, I'm like, this is weird. But I'm also able to chill because sometimes this is a good space to just absorb what your human experience has allowed you to encounter and interact with. Mm-hmm. So um, that's all for me. Do you? Because I, I feel like we would go on and on and on, and we cannot do that on the podcast. They probably cut us off twenty minutes ago. <laughs> we'll um, shame on them! Shame on them because they're missing all these little nuggets. Um, but if it's anything else you want to share, hon, with them before we get off and we'll do this again, because I've already solicited you for, <laughs> for a much of your brain, much of your <laughs> brain. I mean, since you locked in for life, you just got to do what I say. 
again, this is an example of that little sister behavior. She thinks that she can control me. And I just let her. I, I love her. her. She just, she <laughs> lets me do till I get on nerves. And then she'd be like, look. <laughs> they always said you had a good way of just gathering me like, uh-oh, uh-oh. They about to get her. <laughs> Some of our adventures, girl. Lord help me. Yes, that did. That has made me. That did spark. <laughs> get her name. Get her. Oh, oh, so she, many times. Stay here. Okay. Okay. Right. 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 If you just think that is just hilarious, man. I just go back, and I used to actually feel it too. I used to be like, it'd be like the drills aren't like, <laughs> like nays in the building. Let me get myself together. <laughs> Oh, day, Lord have mercy. Oh, oh, the the days. Yes, more. My gloves have softened since then. Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. You are so. I mean, you're so good now, but I have changed too. So my reception of that of you has mm-hmm. evolved as well. So I think you know, changes occurred. That's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. Uh, this but was good. He, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was. I'm excited. I, I feel like we pivoted, but it was a good pivot. Yeah. Uh, and so hopefully that'll be useful and helpful for someone who is struggling with the initiation of or being in the midst of yeah. something. Yeah. It Keep just, My yeah. Is allow yourself to continue until you find what's true for you. Allow yeah. yourself to continue to question your conditioning to continue to question your narratives um, and allow yourself to remember the things that are true for you. Because tr- there is, there's that inner knowing of the things that are true for you. And if that stops at a certain point and you're like, this is it, this is all, be completely okay with that. That is completely okay because that's your journey. And you have decided to go deeper in that space. Be okay with that. Don't allow someone to keep you pigeonholed in where you are if you are in a space where you are um, open to seeking more or being in a space of growth and don't allow somebody to push you farther than you are you're like look I'm good I am good it's okay to rest in that as well Uh and that's I'm um I think I just I'll second that because I feel that same way and um, and so, okay, boo, so just tell them how they can reach you and we will uh, let these good people go on okay, and enjoy um, whatever Calvina. part of their day. Okay, I'm at Calvina Shelton everywhere on these internet streets. And that's K-A-L-V as in Victor, I-N-A-S-H-E-L-T as in Tom O-N. She will gather you. <laughs> um, and okay, so we love y'all. Thank you. And we shall uh, do this again. Yes.